Good morning, everybody, uh, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you see this. Uh, doing sort of just a random live here on YouTube. Um, I'll record this, uh, get it uploaded, um, and then also take the audio, get that on the podcast, Mealworms and more. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about water gel crystals. Um, Hopefully you can't hear too much of the rain in the background. We're having some storms. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, nice rain backdrop there, along with some of the blue uh, frass barrels, uh, blue and black uh, food grade containers that I store the frass in. Um, but I wanted to talk today about water gel crystals. So uh, mealworms need uh, a few things. Um, they're pretty simplistic and straightforward. They need a substrate to eat. Uh, they need... Uh, moisture source to consume, and then they need temperature and humidity. So uh, very basic uh, requirements for a mealworm. And so what I wanted to talk through today uh, is the water gel crystals, which is what I use. Um, and some various options based on uh, what size farm you're doing, what your goals are. That's really what the determining factor is and what sort of moisture sources you might want to use uh, is what your goal is. So... Um, my goal with the water gel crystals, uh, I have a larger farm. Um, some folks would call it micro, some folks would call it enormous, just depends on your perspective. Um, but I have about 700 to 800 trays right now, um, scaling up and I use the water gel crystals for consistency um, and for uh, efficiency in labor and effort. Um, and it just makes things uh, much more straightforward and much more controlled. Um, so let's talk about some of the other options before we get into water gel crystals. Um, moisture sources for mealworms are super easy and convenient. Potatoes, carrots, zucchini, things like that. Lettuces, uh, greens, uh, they will just gobble those up. Um, essentially, you could use food scraps from your kitchen. Uh, if you've got a small setup for, um, you know, like a gecko or a small family of geckos and you have a three tray system with mealworms in it, uh, you could use your food scraps from uh, any of your, your uh, meals. Uh, you want to be careful, and this is a general rule across the board with whatever option you're using, you only want to put in enough moisture um, into that bin that will be consumed within two days. It's going to vary based on the number of mealworms you have in there, and it's also different from mealworm uh, to beetle. Beetles consume less, okay, so those will need less potentially depending on the volume of beetles that you've got in the tray. Um, but you want to put in enough that you know that it's there as, as a consumable for them, but it's gone within two days. If it's not gone within two days, you add it too much. Um, and if you get to that point, you go look at the bin and it's still in there, don't add more. Uh, you want that to be gone. You want to control the amount uh, of moisture in that bin. Um, mealworm farming is very susceptible to grain mites, uh, mold, things like that, because the mealworms need a high humidity, right? And so to keep that, uh, you run the risk of um, Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the rain. Uh, it's very calming out there. Um, so if you keep that humidity high, you run the risk of grain mites uh, and you run the risk of mold. And so um, general rule of thumb, give enough moisture for two days. Um, and that moisture source can be anything we're talking about today. So water gel crystals, potatoes, carrots, uh, lettuces, things like that. So if you're using food scraps, just be sure it's not anything that's been treated, right? Um, if you've grown it in a garden and you've done it all organic and you know what's been put on those, um, you'll know whether it will negatively impact your mealworms. Um, if you buy from a friend or get something from a friend, find out if they sprayed anything on those um, 
vegetables on those sources of, of food uh, because you don't want your mealworms to eat that. Uh, there's a high potential that herbicides and, and pesticides, things like that, uh, if they've been used uh, on those, are going to negatively impact and probably kill uh, your mealworms. So um, always be cautious if you're using things that you may not know the source of. Um, you know, better to stick with things that you've grown yourself and you know what you put on there. Uh, organic is always a good option. Um, just do some research before you uh, start using the, the feed sources that you've got. Uh, and that can really scale, you know, depending on what you've got available. So in a larger farm, so in my size farm, um, if I uh, had a couple sources of uh, food scraps from different restaurants, potentially, um, where I could get a consistent supply and I, I could take that then and use it when I needed to in the farm without it going bad or without having to store a, a whole lot of it for some reason, um, you could always do that as well. Uh, I've found that there's not enough consistency there yet for me to be able to do that. So what I like to use is the water gel crystals. Uh, so I'll talk through those a bit. Um, so I've got a bag of them right here. These are dry. Uh, they come dry uh, and then you hydrate them. Um, but they're essentially just little granules. I don't know if you can hear that, but they're crunchy. They're hard. Um, and what, what they'll do is they absorb water. They'll absorb, mo absorb moisture. Um, so you're going to take these water crystals, just these little tiny crystals, uh, place them in water, and then they will absorb that water and uh, grow in size. And what they'll turn into is a kind of a jelly, almost like a jello. See that? Like a, you can squeeze it. You know, it's not hard anymore. Um, it's not wet. So I'm holding it. It's not dripping with moisture. Um, you need to use the right amount of water. Um, but it's just a basically water in that crystal and this whole crystal goes into the bin. So this whole crystal is going to go into a bin with mealworms or beetles and they will consume it. They're going to eat this, right? So they'll get the moisture out of it, but they'll also get the water gel crystal itself. Um, same, I'm going to wipe my hand off a little bit. There's, there's always just a little bit of, of that water gel crystal on your hands when you get done. So, like some folks might call it slimy. Um, it's not too bad uh, once you get used to it. You're raising mealworms, right? It's something you can get used to probably. Um, so these water gel crystals, um, same thing as, you know, potatoes, carrots, lettuces, throw them in on top of the bin. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, get them in there. And again, feed enough that they're gone within two days. Um, you want to make sure you're not putting in too many water gel crystals because same thing as, as a food source or moisture source from a food. If you put too much in, it's going to mold, right? Um, so these little guys, um, they'll expand out and you can see the, the size difference. Um, they get pretty big. There are different sizes that, that are sold. Um, so these are, are uh, fairly large and it just makes handling e easier. Um, in a recent batch, I think I got like the dust or the bottom of something uh, from a batch. And when I made it, it kind of turned into this almost paste. Um, it made it really difficult to, to distribute it in the bin across the bin. So that's one of the benefits of the water gel crystals over a, a food source like a carrot or potato is you can take these crystals and just toss them across the entire bin, spread them out so that uh, mealworms can get to them in that tray um, much easier and more efficiently without using a lot of energy. Um, if you use a food source, you're going to have to, you know, to try to get that distribution, you're going to have to grind them up, grate them up, cut them up, put some effort uh, and some labor into um, 
processing whatever it is that you're going to feed. Um, again, if you're in the kitchen cutting that stuff up anyway, not a big deal. If you're doing it at scale, you have to think through, do I need some machinery to do this? How am I going to get that consistent supply? Could I get it in the form that I need it already? Uh, that sort of thing. So uh, water gel crystals, I find the process for them is just so much more controllable. Um, 